Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 in Conversation podcast, episode 172. And my very special guest on today's show is Elias, the frontman from the band Nonpoint. They are currently celebrating their 20th anniversary of the album Statement. It's another one. I can't believe it's been 20 years. It's crazy. But they've been doing um, stuff over the past month, releasing live shows, live footage, stuff like that. But they're actually doing a live show on the 10th of October. Uh, So I implore you to check that out. Check their website, nonpoint.com. Get a ticket for it. Uh, They're $10.10. But the show begins at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, I think that works out around about 2 a.m. UK time. But for my American people it's a reasonable time for you guys (laughs) but if you purchase the tickets for it you do get to see it on demand after that for the next 48 hours so you can do that and you can watch it afterwards so unless you want to stay up at 2 a.m um which unfortunately i can't do i I go to sleep relatively early i guess uh but yeah i'll be sleeping (laughs) at that point because i'll probably have work next day and (laughs) but yeah um do check it out. I'll be checking it out the next day. Um, so I'm going to be picking up a ticket for it. Uh, but it's worth it. $10, 10 cents. It's about seven pounds in English money. Um, depending on the, the exchange rate at the time, but it's worth it for a live performance. They're doing, they put a lot of work into it. Um, there's like I say, some vignettes and all that kind of stuff in between the songs. So it sounds like a really, really good idea. So, but apart from that, please support the artists as well. Um, not just the, the guys in the bands, but the guys behind the bands as well. The guys that, that are there before the shows, the guys that are there after the shows and, it's you know it's all those people that, that that make the shows happen and they're the ones that are suffering because their income has been severely cut uh with all these guidelines and all that stuff that the creative arts sector has really taken a hit um i know a lot of people have taken hits during this time as well um i've got friends who have been made redundant and all that kind of stuff which absolutely fucking sucks um and everyone needs a little bit of help on this time but because because music is so close to me um i've worked in it for so long and and i know so many people in the industry and i know how much they're hurting right now um please support if you have the means to do so uh please support these people because they do need it um i know i said it in the last show as well um and i'm going to say it again they do need this help so uh just to sort of let you know as well um my show on total rock still going i've got a show called crossing the streams if you haven't heard it or um any of the new listeners coming to the show um but any of the old listeners should know about it but um it's on every sunday at 6 p.m uk time on total rock that's totalrock.com for the player or you can get it via tuning or you can ask your smart speaker go hey I'm not going to say it because it might trigger everything. Um, <laughs> but play Total Rock and and it will. Mine does it. My uh, home speaker and everything does it as well. So please do that and tune into the other shows on there as well. Some absolute amazing shows uh, on that on that radio station. It's it's just one of the few, if one of the very few, in fact, that plays a radio station that plays every genre of rock um and metal obviously um but it's got shows that go to the sort of like real extreme blackened death metal side of things to the sort of aor middle of the road uh rock shows um and everything in between and my show is that kind of like hybrid electronic rock um mix show it's like you go to a nightclub to 
to hear a dj mix a bunch of songs and stuff like that and i do that with rock and metal and remixes and mashups and and all that kind of stuff so i kind of like have that kind of like remix in the rock radio theme going on and um yeah please check it out totalrock.com for the stream on there uh it's on the tuning app like i said um probably via some other radio apps as well but like i said your your smart speaker um if you ask it to play total rock every experience i've had with whatever smart speaker it has played it so please do that that would be awesome and that's why i've got the total rock logo slapped on the the web graphics for these things as well because um i want to advertise the station i want to sort of like you know get get it get it to a point where they had because they had lots of listeners and they've still got lots of listeners but we want to get more listeners because um, we've been going 20 years uh and i've been part of that for about seven or eight now and uh yes yeah, another 20th anniversary um but yeah we 20 years and it's it's gone through thick and thin it's gone through name changes it's gone through all that kind of stuff as well and 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 uh, well just all that kind of stuff and it, it's just the it's got a very pure black heart in there if you will as well there's a lot of uh we we have like monthly meetings now where we get to like talk to all the other djs around the world um and it's just nice to sort of actually put some faces to the names and actually feel a part of a family in that respect as well not that we didn't before but this is kind of like over lockdown it's increased it because we kind of adopted the the zoom culture and all that kind of stuff as well so it's been really cool so check out totalrock.com check out nonpoint.com and if you've got a couple of minutes to support the show uh all i'm asking for you from you is not money in any way it's just hitting the ratings so giving me a five star review writing up a little sentence saying oh, i love this show or something like that uh on what whatever platform you're you're listening on give me a thumbs up on youtube give me a like on facebook whatever um give it a favorite on mixcloud give it a five star review on itunes um however the spotify uh give me a follow on spotify in fact actually um that's a nice little feature on there and and any other sort of like podcast platform you listen to this on because uh, i did a bit of market research recently and there's a whole bunch of you on different things so whatever the rating system is on there please whack a five star review 10 out of 10 whatever you want to give um leave a sentence because this helps raise the profile of the show primarily but it also helps the artists that i have on the show as well so i mean some of them that i've interviewed probably don't need the help because they're already kind of you know world famous uh but they're the other bands that aren't they've got you know they're 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 sort of like local to the uk or they're local to the sort of area they're from and and they've not been heard outside of there so it's kind of like up to platforms like mine to really kind of like elevate those bands up and get people listening to them and the ratings and reviews and all that kind of stuff helps so it doesn't cost anything to do it hit the subscribe button if you've got it on a subscription service or anything like that like i said it doesn't cost anything i'm not selling you anything apart from this music that people are producing um but i don't get a kickback from it or anything like that but i just want to get more exposure for these guys uh and kind of make it you know show up for them and actually sort of give them metrics from it because i've um you know i've been asked by various uh like press agents and stuff like that metrics about the show and i can give them kind of broad metrics ones i get from various sources but if there's anything that's kind of like concentrated after a band's been on i like to report that back to them um but yeah please five star reviews all that kind of good stuff help massively so please 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 do that anyway 
without much further ado, because I've been rambling now for about eight minutes by the looks of it, so I apologise for that. And I know you're here for Elias of Nonpoint, so I'm not going to delay you any further. Or maybe I... No, I won't. Here it is. This is Elias from Nonpoint. Enjoy. I'd like to welcome to my show uh, this week. I have Elias. He is the frontman from the band Nonpoint. Welcome, Elias. I just want to thank you. First of all, thank you for pronouncing my name properly. <laughs> uh, even from over the pond, you still uh, you nailed it. Yeah, right. Well, I, I try to. I try to. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, all good, man. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm down in South Florida in my. Uh, normal stomping grounds fort lauderdale and uh soaking in as much of the warm weather as i can uh before i have to head back up to uh, where i'm based out of the midwest where it's actually freezing right now so yeah uh enjoying it while i can yeah i was gonna say you better enjoy it while you can. <laughs> there's nothing yeah. quite like the floridian heat i know you know it's that uh it's certainly coming yeah, back to england it. yeah you, yeah <laughs> yes yes that is very true uh that's the one part i don't miss but everywhere's air conditioned and it's generally Absolutely. all right at that point. Yeah, you dive into the AC as quickly as you can. Yes, yes, <laughs> definitely. So, um, <laughs> how, like, how is Fort Lauderdale at the moment? How's it doing down that way? Uh, it's a little cloudy, but uh, it's the weather's beautiful. It's it's a uh, uh, you know muggy eighty seven degrees, but having grown up here, my my body immediately recognizes it at, as home. So it gives me all the good vibes, man. Excellent. Excellent. No, that's cool. So, um, I mean, we're, we're here to talk about uh, Statement as it's celebrating its 20th anniversary. Um, Indeed. Your your album, that is. And um, yeah, I, I mean, going back that far, I've, I've, I've been fortunate to have um, a few bands on my show recently uh, that are doing the same thing. They're celebrating a 20th anniversary of their album. So I had um, I had Jared from Head P. Um, mm-hmm. I had a couple of British bands: One Minute Silence, Earth Tone Nine, Pitch Shifter, um, and these are all bands around that time, including yours, that kind of really had a massive impact on me. Um, I, I really love that album um, statement. Um, I love Mind thank Trip, you, thank you. the opening track. That was the first I heard of you guys. I was because I was at a stage of like just buying albums i had disposable income so (laughs) (laughs) things have changed since then but um indeed yes but um no i I really love uh like i say mind trip um double stacked uh trying to think of other songs off of it um no yeah that that record that record had a, a bit of a freedom to it um and having been our first record uh, some of those songs were written in the scene with, you know, no uh, curation or direction mm. from from a, a producer or, uh, you know, anyone else. So uh, there were some songs like Mind Trip and like Double Stack that were scene songs that, you know, we, we for the lack of a better example, we kind of put our foot down and said, hey, these kind of got to stay the way they are. So yeah. I'm glad that it had that effect um we're actually looking in that direction uh, with some new stuff uh, as as we move forward so nice uh, i'm glad i'm glad that uh it, it made that kind of impact excellent hey no no it's all good it's um it was just I, how does it feel to have something like 
now you've kind of got a legacy. You've got, um, was it 10 studio albums? I think it is because your last album Indeed. was, was yep. 10. Yep. <laughs> um, so like 20 years on from, from where you were then to where you are now, what's the sort of like, um, off that album, what was the biggest impact for you? Off that album, I would say I, it was definitely what a day, what a day mm. was such a, was such a, monumental song for our reach at that time yeah it really kind of set the pace and and then when we moved to you know a couple of records later when we hit it with uh bullet with a name it yeah. it, it that's when it stretched even further yeah no i mean it's it's, it's quite cool because i like I, like i mentioned beforehand i lived in florida for um for a good period of time and and actually hearing your stuff on rock radio is it, it was great because this it's the one thing we kind of um lack here in the uk is a dedicated like rock radio kind of even if it is a commercial radio station we don't yeah. really have it we've got a couple of like internet ones i work for one myself i've got a show on there um and and it but it's it's not quite the same i mean going on to like 20 years later having something on rotation um right on these shows you know and, what and, it's I feel like I feel like you know that that has a lot to do with with what drives the distribution and the marketplace yeah. that is music and the music industry, quote unquote. Um, you're 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 putting your dollars where they just work the best. Yeah. You know, I advertise to men and women. You know, yeah. I I I address men and women when I when I right when i answer a question i consider all of those things when it's a a machine like a corporation or something like advertising the money goes where it doesn't matter if, if as far as genre that's almost like a female or a male if i were to put my smart money into advertisement i would only advertise to men because 78% of my analytics come from you know males yeah so if i wanted to spend 100 percent of my advertising on something that i knew was gonna work that's what i should do but as an artist and knowing that i want to make sure that i'm also addressing you know women because i have female fans mm. i don't dare just address men or advertise to just men so when it comes to radio they're, you know, sm smart advertisers are going to put their money where they have the most reach. And right now, it, it, it you know, the actual listening and the, the audiences, unfortunately, are coming from pop and coming from hip hop and coming from R&B uh, because those audiences are going to to radio to 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 gobble up their their uh, content mm. as opposed to rock you know, you got to think about where rock came from. We were trading tapes and, you know, meeting up in basements and yep. playing records. And then that's where it spawned from. So the culture itself is rested in, in the, the community yeah. as opposed to waiting to hear what's next from radio. Yeah. You know, we decided in rock what was next and radio followed. 
as a, and that's why radio stations here in the States, they, they still basically listen to their fans. But in order to please their advertisers, obviously they got to go with the numbers. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't know. So obviously they still, they, they're still playing like the big Metallica songs, the big, you know, um, um, uh, Alice in Chains and stuff like that. So, um, right. The top 20 is the same. Every, every single radio yeah. station, it's five finger God's Mac. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, you know, it's it's that same, and then all of the one of those big ten or fifteen comes out with something new, and then they rotate, and then the rest is just new music popping in, you know, from there. So it, you know, it, again, that's that's marketplace doing what's smart and what advertisers are saying they need to do in order to gain their dollars. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's it's a it's a juggling act. Yes. Yeah. No, I can imagine. It's, <laughs> it's quite a thing. I mean, obviously, like, you know, keep on the sort of like 20 years thing of like having, um, I mean, initially you were with MCA um, or Geffen at that point. And, um, you know, how how has that impacted you? Obviously, you've kind of gone through a couple of labels and a couple of them have like got bought out and you guys got you know bought out of your contracts and whatnot it happened to a lot of bands at the time um how yeah. has, how has that kind of impacted you as a as a creative like th- those outlets obviously becoming less and less but uh the opportunities that kind of like came about from all of them well it's not really about those becoming less and less uh driving w- our decisions it's us gain- realizing that there's more and more opportunity yeah. by it being in our hands uh there's more profit by it being in our hands again it's old machine and old culture and as technology distribution and everything becomes more and more independent and easier for artists uh to distribute and to profit and to continue um that kind of stuff you know you just get tired of looking over at the giant machine and going hey why can't we move that fast Mm. even with all our finances and all our teams why is it that they're dropping six six songs eight songs a year and i can only get one a year Mm. is it really worth me giving up that much of a profit share for me to feel stifled and a lot of times you move from label to label for obvious reasons. Hey, we don't want to spend this amount of money to do this kind of thing. Well, I can generate that kind of dollar on my own in order to release something. So do I really need you? Yeah. Can I just go to a distribution house now that in my 10 record career, I've seen it go from 36 labels to 12 labels to six labels to the big three? Yeah. You know, and and then all of these other independent labels literally killing it and being bought out by these larger labels because they are so nimble, because they don't have to go through many through so many levels to accomplish something as simple as dropping a song. Yeah. You know, so you you start realizing that am I now hindering my brand and my ability to move quickly and to change with the times. And that's why you've always seen nonpoint moves from label to label to label. It's mm-hmm. because, well, at this point, well, does it really make sense for us to do it since we're basically almost doing it either on our own or we're not doing it on our own and it's really not working for our model that we can't tour and be as profitable as we normally are, knowing that that's where our big dollars are, that there is no equal timing to label versus touring because of miscommunication. 
you know, as as you realize, why are we dealing with all this miscommunication when I can just pull the trigger myself and I have a team that's, comp, you know, not only competent, but I have the finances to accomplish it myself. Yeah. You know, just like Metallica. Metallica doesn't have a label. Yeah. For a reason. It's yeah. because they're like, why are we giving, you know, literally 90 percent of our profits to basically be generating the dollars all in all? Yeah. Yeah. And is is that the sort of model you are taking forward now with um the potential of new material? Absolutely. And things? Yeah. Oh, Excellent. absolutely. No, absolutely. that's it's it's such a good time to do it as well. Like it's kind of it's weird. I mean, obviously I was in the music industry in a band around um well, through the teeth through the um like early 2000s. And I saw it go from one sort of like like you say the old style kind of evolving into the new style I hadn't like fully evolved once i sort of stepped away from it but um doing it on your own like is it, there is so much more freedom with right. that um like you say yeah and then also too you're in control of your art 100 yeah. you don't have to get covers uh, you know approved oh we really don't like this cover it's like what the hell are you talking about <laughs> it's our cover that's the cover you know, take it or fucking leave it. What what else do you want me to say? This yeah. is our cover. We this is what we feel like artistically represents this record. Unless it's a naked woman on the cover or a giant word fuck across the cover, we should not have a problem. <laughs> so that's 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 the kind of, you know, control we wanted back. Yeah. You know, especially if it's on our dime. Yeah, exactly. I mean you've got a whole creative vision as well. It's not just the words and the right. music. There's 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 the art with it as well, like you just adhered to. It was you know, that and, and that whole package is your that is your creative outlet. That is what you're Absolutely. presenting to the world and, and like you can't Absolutely. have it go through um what they used to call them suits. A um, filter. Yeah, a filter. it has to go through a filter and that kind of that kind of stuff waters things down and it makes you as an artists not feel like you can stand on your own two feet once it's released you'll always wonder would would it would it have gone better had i made all of the decisions that i wanted to make with my artwork mm. and that's what you know labels and independent labels and everyone really have to understand is that the reason that you got into that artist is because they had a vision people have to stop pushing their vision into these these artist teams yes yeah no definitely definitely it's kind of like trying to live through your child or something like that it's like uh absolutely you know giving that your 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 cut, your cut dream the umbilical cord exactly yeah, exactly <laughs> no and i think i think that's the way i mean a lot of the music because obviously like you say you've seen it kind of like shrink if you will to like 12 to 6 to 3 on the big label front and and i yep. you know and there are a lot of independent labels and bands just going at it on their like yep. on their own um because the business model that you can actually put together now it's not there's no stranglehold um especially when it comes to distribution or and it's a bit prehistoric you know really especially for the amount of spend and the amount of profit share that you're trading off yeah for the amount of commitment and art that you're offering up yeah exactly exactly and it's it's yeah no it's definitely a well it's like i say it's a good time to do it because everyone's kind of in the same ballpark at the moment so um when it comes to you know it's time for the you know labels and independent labels and everybody to start you know uh, restructuring things a bit to kind of help artists survive and not feel so slighted yeah maybe yeah that would help as well i mean yeah especially right now as well i mean it's it's i mean over here in the uk they've just announced a kind of like smaller sort of like lockdown situation um yeah but the the arts sector is gonna be severely damaged even more than it is already 
Um, yeah, we but, we need yeah we need these teams. We need these artist teams and these label teams. It's not like their professional uh, uh, know how and their and their processes aren't extremely valued to the to the you know industry. Mm. It's but it's about being smart that maybe a seventh car for me isn't the best thing. So that way these artists can do something other than live hand to mouth on a poverty level kind of, uh, uh, salary and, you know, be on uh, Medicaid in order to, you know, stay healthy. Yeah. And you know, that, that kind of stuff is something that the industry really, you know, should realize that it, it needs to kind of start giving some of that up. So that way, you know, artists can perform better. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, so I've, I've seen you guys live, and like I said before, I've seen you guys live a couple of times, um, a couple of times here in England and once in uh, St. Pete um, at State Theatre. I think it was back in 2017. Okay, yeah. I think it was the anniversary tour or um, celebrate, like a 20th, 20th anniversary tour, I think it was. I'm trying to think yeah. back, but it was like one of the I, last I gigs so. I went to <laughs> in St. Yeah, Pete. it was. It was so. 20th anniversary. That's yeah. Right. Um, and I've always, I've loved the live show. I saw you back, uh, like I say, in England. I think it was either the Garage or the Underworld. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, God, that's probably back in like 2000, 2002-ish, I think, around that time. Yes, it's been a while. Yeah, so while. I, I sort of like, um, no, I've really enjoyed your live shows. You're very energetic and... Um, I think like just sort of like how, how do you sort of like maintain that over the years what's your sort of like um routine when it comes to these shows these days so obviously you know 20 years on I, if i'm looking at myself i'm kind of obviously you know. well yeah obviously <laughs> it's catching up a bit but it, you know i i do uh it best i can to uh you know keep myself stretched out mm-hmm. uh you know and I, I i try to pace myself you know during the shows it's really just about getting my voice uh um, you know, keeping my voice strong, but yeah. the rest is, you know, the obvious stuff, drink water, get rest and don't party too hard. Honestly, that's, that's what I can attest our longevity is that, you know, we hit it. We, when we hit it hard, we know we got a day off the next day. We don't let what we do <laughs> behind the scenes, uh, hurt what people feel like their tickets worth. Nice. Nice. Excellent. So what have you guys been doing for the 20th anniversary, like sort of celebrations this year? I know you've got a, a live stream coming up. Um, yep. On that's, the 10th. Yeah, that's. Yeah. On 10, 10, 2020, uh, we're going to do statement, our first record from beginning to end. Nice. Uh, and then it's going to be a live broadcast. Uh, we're going to take some breaks between song. We've done a couple practice runs and we decided that it's best for, uh, performance wise. And also too, we've got some great content that we want to cut and put in between. So we set up timers and we got towels that we're going to all have so we can wipe (laughs) off in between songs and, uh, then literally have the stuff playing live during the broadcast. So we know exactly when we're going to have to start the next song and do like a live experience, you know, uh, people miss concerts and this really isn't going to be that concert thing there aren't gonna be lights flying everywhere and everything we just want to do this the record justice play it from beginning to end in the order uh and during the breaks tell a little bit of that story of 20 years of making a statement yeah no that sounds awesome i was i was looking it up uh, a few days ago and 
Yeah, no, I, I would I would love to be awake for that, to be honest with you, because <laughs> it's at 9 o'clock <laughs> Eastern, uh, which is 2 a.m. here, um, most likely. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm... the good part about it, 48 hours afterwards, uh, you can watch it. Yes. Uh, you can continue to watch it. No, so that's, that's, that's what I was going to uh, uh, mention on that front. And this, tickets are available for anyone who wants to watch it as well. I'm taking it as uh, the tickets are $10.10, $10, $10, right? Uh, yes, ten ten yeah. on ten ten twenty twenty. Nice, <laughs> nice. I like I like how that works together. That's brilliant. Um, <laughs> um, but no, I'm, I, I mean I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, I'm going to try and watch the repeat live stream. Um, awesome on that front. And uh, yeah, no, this sounds really cool. Like because I love the way a lot of artists are adapting to this situation. Because uh, obviously it's not ideal for anyone, but the way like some of the artists have gone and you know they're doing live performances online or they're doing like. Um, amas or q a's and things like that um i've been fortunate enough to do this uh podcast um over this time i had it like i had a podcast prior to lockdown but i really mm. ramped up everything over it and it's just been absolutely like just mind-blowing because it's kind of uh i think the term was uh building a plane in flight for the sort of yes. situation that we're in it's same thing yeah you gotta be <laughs> nimble you gotta you gotta pivot and 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 do what you can to survive that's what we've been doing yeah so i i i applaud you sir yeah no it's, it's one of the it's just one of those things where you just kind of like you know you don't know what to do no one no one knows um but just like seeing artists like you like going out there and, and doing this kind of like online experience where you know you could do it like you know it could be a concert it could be live in person but obviously we're not in that position um but having like the, the sort yeah. of the, the thing that you've got of like entwine like the stories behind the album and entwine with the songs like through it performing completely the whole thing live and just making it a whole like just like performance out of the whole yeah, thing yeah this 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 is going to be a story about our last 20 years there's some questions that i needed to ask my drummer of the last 20 years. Do you remember <laughs> this? Do you remember this? What was this song about? And even, you know, the new members, uh, uh, which by the way, are, are performing this flawlessly. Nice. Uh, it's, it sounds so good. You know, they, that's, they even posed some questions that we caught on camera that I was like, I had no idea myself, or I forgot that story and it was fun to tell them. So you're going to get a perspective of even from the new, members going, Hey, I was trying to figure this out. Or, you know, I, I, I never knew this. This was a song that brought me to you guys. So to be playing it 20 years later and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a, a, an, an amazing event. That's amazing. Yeah. I look forward to it. And if anyone else, uh, wants to go see it, it's on your site, nonpoint.com. Mm -hmm. uh, tickets are available through there. Um, and all that kind yep. of good stuff. So, uh, I implore everyone to go and go and go and check that out. It's worth it. Yeah. Um, and then we got lead up shows that are low dose shows. They're $3 and 61 cents for anyone that knows our fan group. It's three, six, one family. Yeah. Uh, we got some rebroadcasts of, if you're missing like the old school shows when we were shoulder to shoulder, we're, uh, for the three Saturdays leading up to ten ten. uh, we've been, uh, posting up, uh, those rebroadcast of those sold out shows nice. uh for people to you know watch uh, uh this saturday is fort lauderdale again you can watch them for 48 hours afterwards yeah uh but that was a sold out show during the uh poison red tour nice. um so you're, you're going to be able to watch that show that i think that was 23 songs nice and then the following saturday is a double feature it's two shows at the world famous uh, uh flint's machine shop 
And then the following Saturday is going to be the statement show. So you, you got a whole month long of just basically virtual touring with us if you want to come along for That's the journey. Brilliant. I absolutely love that. And I really love the Poison Red, by the way. I was going to have a chat about that in a moment. But yeah, no, I really love that album. That's the one that kind of um, like I, 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 I have statement and I have development. And then I think I kind of lost you guys after that. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. I think just sort of like the way things change and everything. But then um, yep. I saw you guys releasing that in 2016, 2015. Yeah. Right about that. Yep. Um, and I just took a dive at it, bought it in uh, Best Buy. <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, no, love it. I thought it was great. And then, then like when you released 10, a few years later after that, I was just, mm-hmm. you know, I was back on the sort of like uh, non-point wagon, if you will. So um, yeah. yeah, no, the Poison Red was really good. I, I was just sort of... Not you know, and I went, I've gone back and listened to things like Recoil and stuff like that as well, and I love those. Um, but no, I just thought the Poison Red was quite yeah. like for that time for well, me. Poison I'm- Red was Poison Red was a yeah. Poison Red was another uh, us, us, you know, really going back to our roots. But at the same time, we were you know uh, raising the bar on our production and how deep we wanted to go with textures and and mm. and you know different styles. Uh, uh, you know, but still staying on that, you know, uh, aggressive, let's go get it kind of vibe that, you know, our, our sparked our beginnings. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, I love love playing tracks off that record. That's awesome. And I love Ten as well. I really love uh, Chaos and Earthquakes. I thought that was a really good track. Um, that, yeah, that one again. Yeah, that's us, us playing with that, the, the, that staying on that vibe of, of, of keeping it, um, you know, back to our beginnings yeah yeah no it's, it's all good I'm, I'm 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 enjoying listening to the albums i hadn't heard as well so um thanks to the 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 beauty of of streaming uh it does have its uses uh, <laughs> um, <Yeah>. um <laughs> uh through i i you know pay for a service but um it you know i get i get to go back and listen to albums that i've missed and doing these these sort of podcasts has been like absolutely brilliant for that because i've interviewed like guys like you head pe stuff like that and 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 it's just like going back onto some albums that I missed, I think purely because there was like either very little UK sort of coverage or it was when I was over in the States and not really looking at US press still um, yeah. and stuff like that until I sort of like cottoned onto that side of it. And I got into a whole heap of bands that I hadn't heard before, um, you know, and, and, and I've sort of gone from there really. But no, like I said, the poison red it's it's up there. With one of my favorite albums. So awesome. Yeah. You got to dig for them sometimes, but they're out there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so I've got a couple of more questions for you, uh, Elias, and uh, I'll let you go on with the rest of your day. Um, All right. <laughs> that's cool. Um, so these are sort of, um, what I want to find out are three pivotal albums for you. So three albums that kind of, or the album that kind of got you into music or really inspired you to become the person that you are today. Uh, three pivotal albums. I would say, I'm just going to pick... Uh, dark side because it was during that classic rock time of my life where i was like okay it matters what you sing it matters what a melody is it matters that a song feels like a song so as far as like writing a cool song uh that i didn't that shouldn't have just that wasn't just the regular song Mm. that i would have to say dark side for the most part, even at a young age of, you know, nine, 10, 12, uh, I knew that there was something there that made it special. And it was always going to be one of my favorite records. Nice. Um, 
Second would probably be, as far as pivotal, I would say Korn's first record. Okay, cool. And, and it was really only because of what it, the experience that it led me to, which was seeing them on the Life is Peachy tour and feeling that, okay, and looking up on stage and going, okay, I can do that. Nice. Um, so it was more of like the excitement of going that 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 looks like something that I would love to do all the time. Yeah. And I knew I wanted to be on stage, but it didn't it didn't click like it did at the UCF Amphitheater when I saw them helmet and, and Limp Biscuit together. Oh, nice. That was when I knew <laughs> I, I, it, it, it was like so that's why it, it couldn't have, it really wasn't. You know, the music is awesome. That that record is pivotal in rock and will always be. Yeah. But as as far as what it did, as far as driving me, th- that record, I think, was the record that that led me to be here. Nice. Um, then. From there, I would say pivotal. For listening my last one would be uh, the first um, Circus Survive record, Juntra. Okay. Juntura, I think it's Juntura. Um, because that was a record that brought me back after being so j- jaded with music and the writing process and being part of the industry. Mm. and my love for music being whittled at and pecked at and dissected for so many years that when I found circus survive, I was like, okay, I love music again. Nice. It's not a job. It's not so much of a job right now. So I found myself going to their concerts and leaning over the, the, the barricade, you know, Mm. Four records into Nonpoint, screaming "Circus Survive" at one of their shows. Nice, <laughs> you know. So that that was so. As far as pivotal, I I picked those three. No, that's great. I mean, Dark Side is is that yeah, that's, it's legendary. Uh, first, Come call, on. first, <laughs> there isn't a, a better. <laughs> no, no, no. I can't. I can't bring it. I, there's nothing I can say that would make it any you know different. Um, but the first Corn album, I love the first Corn album as well. Uh, again, it was one of my introductions to that kind of sound. Uh, yeah. Them and them and Deftones um, were the sort of like pivotal kind of bands for me at that point. The Adrenaline album yeah. and I love the Deftones more than I love Corn. Mm. I love Deftones music. I own more Deftones records than I own Corn records. I adore their music. Yeah, it's just that record was pivotal in my life. Oh yeah, so totally. For, yes. for everybody. Going, ah, oh, he picked Corn's first record. What the <laughs> fuck? No, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with, with, with it. I, I loved that record. Yeah. And it changed my life, for for, for forever. Yeah. Um, Deftones is is like candy for me. Yeah. I could eat it all day. Yeah. You know? no. And they got a new album out on Friday. So. Um, I know. No. <laughs> uh, no, I was gonna say this is what this is the reason I asked this question because I could go, oh, what are your three favorite albums? But I always want the pivotal ones. I want the ones that dropped like like drop yeah. people into these situations. And and it's not always like yeah, yeah, yeah. the band's best album, but it's it's 
you yeah, know, yeah. it's it's something that it's personal to you at some you know on that yes, front absolutely so, and the circus survive i've not heard that one so i'm gonna have to check that one out um, oh you gotta listen to every single one of the records start at the first one i will just start at the first one i will and just I'll, go i will line it up on my music service <laughs> <laughs> and uh go for that no that's good because that's the other reason i asked this is if there are any albums i haven't checked out or haven't heard um and that is definitely that's one that's one of them so i'm like that awesome i've got it highlighted on my thing here yes um, so uh what, what are your um Oh, hobbies away from music so you know when you're not doing stuff non-point regard you know all that kind of stuff or any kind of like you know music business type stuff what, what do you do to kind of unwind I, and get away from it i really love to uh vacation with my family uh nice. recently i i've really gotten into camping uh the weather's starting to change so we had to pull out of that uh i love playing video games with my daughter nice. uh, i have a nine-year-old that i'm basically playing professor with so one of my hobbies right now is playing mario party with my daughter excellent uh, love that. yeah it's it's awesome um uh outside of that i really love to um i i'm an i'm a bit of an entrepreneur so i like to get into um business strategies and it sounds boring and crazy <laughs> but um I, I i really like to get into marketing strategies and getting into what really drives my audience and 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 the people that feel a certain level of entertainment from things that i love to do yeah. i just want to do them better and better and and get them out there uh the best way that i can and i know the best way to do that is is knowing how to do it so yeah. i i like diving into that as well um i'm a bit of a creative so and anything attached to to what I do, uh, uh, you know, is is what uh, wakes me up every morning. Yeah, and it, it, it's certainly what like keeps you nimble, like we were talking about earlier. Because um, if you have that kind of like yeah. entrepreneurial sort of like mindset of of needing to adapt or needing to sort of find out what people are you know how people are doing stuff and to, to you know market whatever they're doing be it's it a, hobby. a hobby or yeah, yeah yeah um and that you know that's yeah. that's great and obviously playing games with your daughter i do that as well like with my daughters and you know i love it i love playing video games with them so it's um <laughs> being yeah, yeah. minecraft or the <laughs> sims or something like that yeah excuse oh yeah know, totally. it's a great excuse to <laughs> <laughs> Uh, excellent so um so that's pretty much all i got for you man i was just uh, like we already sort of touched on it but what what are your sort of like uh like plans beyond this um celebration um do you have any new material uh, gonna, coming y- y- yes we we have all sorts of stuff coming on on the horizon uh next is um the anniversary of of to the pain um we we know that that's coming the 15th anniversary so we want to do something special for that uh we got christmas coming so we're gonna have a whole bunch of new christmas stuff uh available soon um we got the when doves cry cover um that we're finally finishing up now that we're again be getting through and finished with statement uh we had to get off that for a little bit that took a lot longer than we expected yeah um we want it to be perfect and i'll be completely honest to all the fans listening there's been now seven different versions of that song (laughs) so so we want it to be perfect and we keep going back to certain versions and then saying okay we're, we're, we shouldn't have gone back so um you know we want it to be as special as in the air tonight was so nice. um you know that's what's coming awesome. um, best way to keep in touch with all that is on our socials yes. every single one of our socials uh instagram facebook and and uh youtube uh just keep in touch and and we'll we'll, we'll keep you informed awesome thank you elias thank you very much for your time 
I really appreciate it. It's been absolutely great speaking to you. Um, like I said, I'm a fan, and and um, I'm looking forward to seeing this uh, live experience you've got lined up for everyone. So, thanks so much. Well, I, I had a I had a blast talking to you. Please do me a favor. Tell the entire world if you're listening right now. Do me a favor. Tell a friend. Come join us on ten ten. 2020 for the statement show and uh follow us on our socials uh, we always have new merch um we always do uh, special initiatives for like uh, essential workers yeah. and and all the people that are, are trying to keep us protected so cool. uh, uh stay engaged awesome thank you man have a good rest of your day all right you too thank Thanks. you mate bye-bye all right brother.